am so excited about this episode and to share with you what I've learned in my business in 2020, everything that worked and what didn't work, so you can learn from my mistakes and successes as well. And looking back can be fun and educational, but to make this episode more actionable and inspiring for you, I'm also going to share how I plan the next year and how I set my goals and intentions, so you can do that as well. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Okay, what a year 2020. I think we can all say that it didn't go as planned, right? It was heartbreaking and painful for a lot of people. And if you've lost someone or been sick yourself, I'm so, so sorry. And I wish you all the best and better times ahead. As we wrap up this roller coaster of a year, it's time for a review. So I'm going to share with you what's been going on behind the scenes this year, my highlights and lows, where I am with my business, my numbers for this year, and of course, what's happening next. Let me start out with, this is not a gloomy look back at 2020. I actually had a pretty amazing year. I'm feeling incredibly grateful for a lot of things right now. So if you desperately need to hear some happy news, you are in the right place. So I lighted some candles. It's actually December 21st when I'm recording this. And my little puppy is sleeping on the sofa bed next to me. Um, it's dark outside, but calm. I'm just happy and grateful for everything that I have in my life. My family is healthy, thank God. Well, at least healthy, Not they don't have corona. <laughs> um, and I'm healthy and well, my business is going well, and I have a lot of amazing friends. And yes, I'm just grateful for a lot of things. So I'm happy with 2020, even if not everything turned out as planned, obviously, for me as well. Um, I know it might have been a much harder year for you. Um, I have an online business. So yes, probably I've even my business even profited from the lockdowns happening everywhere because a lot of yoga teachers now had to start looking into teaching yoga online and turn to me um, for tips and advice. So um, yeah, so I was just happy to give that, obviously. Um, and I'm just grateful for everything. Um, so, okay, let's start with my highlights. My first highlight actually happened right in January, and it's that I launched this podcast. Um, I grew my business quite successfully this year. Um, I share more numbers later on, but the podcast definitely helped. It's it's just a different connection when you listen to someone's voice than when you just read a blog post. And the funny thing is, I feel the connection too, even when I'm sitting alone in front of my microphone. 
it's it's just different. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I'm talking directly with you, which I am in a way, but in a weird way, right? <laughs> and also what I definitely didn't expect that I would get so many amazing guests on my podcast so soon. It's a pretty new podcast. So my numbers, um, they're growing each month, but they're not as big as from more established podcasts. So I'm really grateful for that. I did a ton of interviews with the most incredible entrepreneurs this year, and it was so great connecting with everyone. For example, Ellie from The Journey Junkie, or Amanda Kingsmith, or Anne-Marie Garland. And I love that. I didn't expect that when I started the podcast, that I would love this so much. Working for yourself from home can be a lonely business. And those interviews and connections very often made my week. The whole podcast experience has been nothing short of amazing and very uplifting and inspiring to me. And it wouldn't be possible without you. I mean, obviously. So um, thank you for listening and being here. I really appreciate it. If you're interested in starting a podcast yourself, by the way, I just did an episode where I share a step-by-step -step guide how I launched my podcast. It's episode 46. Definitely check it out. So another highlight was living in Bali for four months last winter. Especially now, looking back while I'm in Hamburg, where it's just gray and wet and dark, pretty much like London weather. Um... Bali was amazing. So I stayed there from October 2019 to the end of February 2020. And um, in January and February, I lived in Chenggu, which is at the coast in the south of Bali. I went to Ashtanga Maestro every morning at Samadhi Yoga. I'm not doing that anymore, in case you're wondering. Um, I ate healthy and I just felt great. I also did a visa run to Bangkok at the end of January and spent a few days in Singapore in February before flying back to Germany. Those are two of my favorite cities in the world and I'm so happy I got to visit them again this year because who knows when this will be possible again. So spending the winter in sunny Southeast Asia, definitely a highlight. Okay, business-wise, my biggest highlight was launching the Blissful Biz Academy, my premium program where I teach how to grow an audience and create and sell an online course. I launched it three times this year in January and April. Back then, it was still called the Blissful Biz Accelerator. And then as an updated version as the Blissful Biz Academy in July, And it went from seven sales to 15 to 30, which is amazing, right? So I was profiting from Corona in a way, as I said before, um, because with lockdowns everywhere, yoga teachers had to move online. And many who have thought about teaching yoga online or creating an online course already for a while now felt it's the time to take action. I can actually see it in my Google Analytics, how my traf website traffic went up right in the middle of March when people search for things like teaching yoga online or yoga teacher websites. So things were pretty crazy for a while. So I got a lot of interest, um, but in the summer it calmed down. And don't forget that I've been working up to it in the last years, right? So I already created the product 
um, last year in 2019, and I already launched it January successfully for the second time. Um, so I was really building up on the foundation that I built in my business. And so when I now had all that additional interest, I had blog posts out there that people could find that would help them. I had the podcast already, so I created um, episodes that would what were helpful, like um, how to teach yoga online and all those things. I created a freebie. Um, so it didn't happen overnight. My business this year, it was really built on the foundation that I built the last years. But the sales weren't the most amazing part. It was actually working with my students and the weekly coaching calls. I learned so much from those calls. And also, I gained a lot of confidence in my coaching abilities, answering questions on the fly and live on camera, doing all that. I think that also helped me with my later launches. And of course, I have the loveliest, most amazing students anyone could have. And I just really love those connections. Um, in case you're wondering, um, just to clear that up, I'm not offering weekly calls anymore. They are monthly now. And you get 12 months access when you join the program Blissful Biz Academy. And when you're interested to learn more about it, I'm doing a free five-day training where I open enrollment again in January. Make sure you signed up to my email list so you won't miss it. Okay, so what else was a highlight? Definitely having my apartment in Hamburg in Germany, the most comfortable place you could imagine to stay in a pandemic. And staying for so long in one place meant that I was able to reconnect to my friends and spend more time with my family and be there to support my mother, who is very sick, unfortunately. Which is why the pandemic isn't the only reason I'm not traveling anymore. I'm not living in Bali anymore. I realized already last winter that I couldn't be away for months on end anymore. I'm needed here in Hamburg. Um, my mother, she has ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. And it's a, it's a terrible disease. There's no treatment. There's no chance of healing. And it's just heartbreaking watching her lose more and more control over her muscles. So today she can only communicate with a computer that's controlled with her eye movements. And I mean, it's amazing that technology makes this possible, but it's also just sad. And this is my main reason why I'm not living in Bali anymore. So I simply don't want to be away for months on end. And um, thankfully, I live in, we live in Germany and we have great healthcare here. We have 24-7 intensive care for my mother. She's still in her home. She's living with her sister. So she's taken care of. So I'm not really, it's not my job to care for her. But there are always things like her banking or taxes or communication with doctors. And my aunt can't handle this all anymore. She's um, 77 as well. So it's good that I'm here and can take over some of the responsibilities. So having the chance to spend more time with her and in Hamburg, highlight. The disease, definitely a low. It's, it's just hard. So I'm not going to lie. That can be... It's depressing sometimes. Yes, it's definitely hard. What helped was my biggest highlight. Um, 
And it's possible because I'm staying in Hamburg now and I know that I'm not going to move back to Bali. And this made it possible for me to finally get my own dog. Yay! So this is definitely the biggest highlight of the year. Two months ago, a little Parson Russell Terrier girl named Luna moved in with me and changed my world. My little Luna just, she brings me so much joy and happiness and I love her like crazy. I already couldn't imagine my life without her anymore. She's four months now and just so adorable. So you can check out my Instagram. There's a highlight with all my stories about Luna and I promise you're going to fall in love with her. She also forced me to slow down, not spend the full day in front of my computer and work nonstop which I will continue to do in 2021. Slow down, I mean. So that's the plan. <laughs> Because I've been working a lot the last years. And I actually, I was a little bit burned out. Growing a business from scratch, where everything is new and there's no blueprint you can follow, it's freaking hard. Let's face it. It's 100% worth it and I love what I'm doing, but work isn't all there is. And that's what it felt like a bit. It felt like I didn't even know what to do with myself when I wasn't working. And there, and um, I looked at my diary and things I wrote the last winter in Bali and, and I wasn't really happy there. So because I was only focused on work and I was missing deep connections with my friends that I have here in Germany. So in the end, it's really all came together and it was really healthy for me to put down roots and to stay in one place for so long. It was needed. So um, where am I with my business? 2020 was the best year in my business. Yay. And the first year I made six figures in revenue. It's I still can't believe it, right? So I had expenses, of course. So the end result that I got to take home is lower, but it's still amazing. And I'm actually really, really proud of myself. Okay, so I'm going to share my numbers with you. I've, I don't think I've ever done that before, but I think it might be interesting and inspiring for you, what you what's possible, you know, what you can build up when you start an online business. I earned 90,000 US dollars with online courses and over 22,000 US dollars with client work like website design and around 2,000 US dollars through affiliate links. So that's uh, 114,000 US dollars in total, which is amazing, really. And I'm so, so grateful for that income. But again, it was a lot of hard work um, to get there. I did four big launches and also had 10 website clients um, that I created. So I created like 10 websites that I've been working on in 2020. I did a ton of collaborations and other stuff. And of course, a weekly podcast episode. And I didn't become my own boss to turn to burn out. So this is one of the key learnings. Um, I have a few more from 2020. I want to grow my business, but I also want more time for myself. So I want more time to spend with Luna. I want to travel again as soon as it's possible again. Um, to do that, I know I need to hire team members so I can focus on activities that help me grow my business. 
I waited too long for this. And this means that I was so busy this year with all the day-to-day running of my business that I didn't have enough time to work on things like, for example, increasing my visibility by guest blogging or going on other people's podcasts or other stuff. I'm also going to do a lot less one-on-one work. So that's um, something I learned as well, like website design. I love it. I really love designing websites. But I also had a few clients in 2020 that were, well, um, challenging and where it wasn't fun anymore in the end. And um, also I want more freedom next year and not be tied down by other people's deadlines too. Because it's so often that my clients then, they take much longer to create their copy or then suddenly it's like, oh, I'm going to do a new photo shoot. And suddenly the the project that's supposed to take four to six weeks, it's three to four months. And that's not what I planned for. So that's something that happens. That's life. And you know, like as um, when you are in this job, you have to accommodate that and you want to accommodate that, of course. But it can be difficult when you're also planning like traveling or other things in your life or your own launches. So it's not really working anymore in my business model. And also, you know, like 75% of my income comes from online courses. Um, and that's where the majority of my time should go as well and not in the 25% that's um, client work that can take up much more of my time, actually. So that's something I'm going to do less. Another really big learning um, that I had in 2020 is that I need to stop playing small. And by this, I mean that I've been reluctant to spend on Facebook ads or hiring. And this is playing small and this has to stop. I also need to start traveling again as soon as it's possible and okay to do so. Yeah, yeah, I know I told you how healthy it is for me to that I stayed in one place for so long. But seriously, I, I, I don't know. I have itchy feet now. Um, I can't help it. I have wanderlust in my blood, right? So I love my apartment in Hamburg, but the next winter months are going to be hard. So next winter, like the winter at the end of 2021, I want to spend in the south of Europe, somewhere where it's warm and light. And Luna, my puppy, agrees <laughs> totally. She hates going outside when it's wet and cold. Like, really, she hates it. And I'm like, you're in the wrong place. You're born here. You should, you're like, you're a dog. You're born here. You should love the gray, wet, rainy weather. But she hates it. So she's a lucky dog because we are going to move to the south of Europe. And, um, okay, what else? Another learning. I'm not really into social media and live videos. So I do them from time to time, but not consistently. But when I did them, I got really great, some great results from being more active on Instagram, sending voice messages, doing live videos. So I definitely want to do more of that in the next year. So that's a key learning as well. Otherwise, I want to keep doing what I'm doing now. There won't be big changes coming, but I want everything to be more solid, to know that money is coming in each month and that I have enough savings for taxes and hard times and, you know. So what does this mean for next year? 
Um, my biggest challenge for 2021 is going to find a balance between my ambitions for my business and working less and traveling. Don't we all have that, right? It's always, um, I don't even know how, ma how mothers do it when you have kids and a business. Um, so you want to take care of your kids. You want to take care of your business. You always feel bad. <laughs> you feel bad when you work too much because then you don't spend enough time with your kids and the other way around. And I also believe there's really not, there's never this one point where now everything is balanced. It's always in flux. It's always moving. It's always changing. And that's great. So don't, um, it doesn't help you trying to find that perfect balance point where everything is working out because it's not going to stay that way. Then someone gets sick or you have a new project coming in and then you work more. So, um, yeah, it's just like, um, being happy with that flux and being really organized so you can handle everything that life throws at you. So that's the biggest challenge. Um, okay, so let's talk about how I plan the next year, 2021. The first step that I did um, is I wrote down some goals. So what do I want to achieve um, in the next year? So I'm going to share some goals that I wrote down. Um, increase my Facebook ad budget and stop playing small. Get 15 new students in my next launch of the Blissful Biz Academy. Make this the best course available to learn to build an online business for yoga teachers, uh, which means I'll add things and update the content throughout the year. That's actually my goal for all my courses, like my website course as well. I'm always updating things and, sh and adding things and... Um, I want to make it like the best course there is to build a website, especially for yoga teachers and wellness entrepreneurs. So, um, if you think an online course is a passive income, it's really not. There's nothing passive about it because I'm, at least not for me, because I'm always updating it, working on it, trying to improve it or thinking about it. Okay, another goal, um, launch a new course for yoga teachers. That's, um, that's like the only really new thing I want to, um, do next year. Um, and it's for yoga teachers just starting out where I teach how to build your brand, get started on social media, what content to share and all that. So that's on my to-do list for next year. I, I don't really have a timing line yet, so I have a rough timing. I'm not going to share the timing with you. Um, you have to see <laughs> when it comes. Another goal is buy a camper van and explore Germany and Europe when it's possible to travel again. And actually, exciting news, um, it looks like this is going to happen already in February if everything goes as planned. So I reserved a camper van that's fitted, outfitted right now. It's going to be, uh, going to look, be amazing. And yes, so I'm going to share more about that when I can, when I know it's really, really happening. And one of my goals as well, hire a VA that's a virtual assistant and start delegating tasks. And so, yeah, I'm building my team and I actually already um, accomplished that goal. Uh, I hired a girl, Holly, and from the UK, and she's going to start in January. So I'm super excited about that, that I finally get support and finally really it feels like a real business, right? So it's like a really big step. I'm really happy about that. Another goal, double my revenue. That's why I need the VA as well. Be a guest on six podcasts. I have no idea why I choose six as a number. It just sounded good. 
Um, update my course, please, for website. I said that. Yeah, so those are just some of my goals that I wrote down. And when you do this step, so you simply brainstorm, write down all the different things. It could be start a YouTube channel, um, start a podcast, um, blog weekly or monthly, um, create a freebie, start um, grow your email list by X, anything really, or offer a retreat, offer an online course. So when you do this, um, the next step is to start sorting your goals. So what can you do to... When you, what can you do pretty easily? So low-hanging fruit. What will get you results fast? What goals do you need additional resources for? For example, an assistant. So you would, it makes sense to start with the goals that, um, that will get you results fast and that you can do pretty easily. So do them first. Do those goals. You want to work on those goals first. Um, for example, it wouldn't make sense for me to set a goal of making seven figures next year because I don't have the structures in place yet to handle the number of students or sales that I would need to achieve this goal. But something like Launch Blissful Biz Academy in January, yeah, very achievable. I've done like four, three launches of that course um, last year. I have all the assets and the materials. That's just going to run really, really smoothly. And it's going to get me uh, a lot of results. So that's like the first step. And next, I planned out my launches and other things I already know I want to do month by month in the calendar. So I created a project in Asana where I have one column for every month. And then I simply add a task for every project that I'm going to work on in that month. You can also do this in a planner. You can do this on paper um, or Trello or any other program. Um, the point is really that you look at it from month to month. So a lot of people plan quarterly. And I actually, I'm a lot more detailed for the next three months. So January, February, March, I know pretty well what I'm going to be working on. The months after that, it's a little bit vague still. So I know the launches that I want to do. I actually want to do six launches next year. So it's going to be busy, two for each course that I'm offering. Though not all are going to be really, really big. Um, so we have the Blissful Biz Academy in January and then again in July a launch. Then I'm going to launch the new course and then Blissful Websites. I'm going to do one bigger launch and one like surprise sale or something. And I leave some room for flexibility and changes for after that or for in between, because as we all know, things change, right? So the pandemic might only get worse and we have to stay home or we can travel in the summer. Who knows, right? So we'll just have to wait and see a little bit. But yeah, but um, I have my products in place. I have my VA and so we're going to start really, really in January right away. Bang. We're going to <laughs> work a lot and put everything out there and do our best to reach our goals, to reach the goals for my business. It's just, I'm just really, really excited to have her um, in my team. So that's like my plan for the next year. 
And it's, yeah, it's all a bit fluid and unsure of the March. Um, but hopefully I'm going to be able to travel around in my camper van. So that's really my dream for next year. And um, that Luna stays well and grows up nice and we all stay safe and healthy. <laughs> so that's obviously what I wish for us all. And um, so the point is, you know, it's not enough to simply have a goal, like double my revenue. I have like really numbers behind that. So I planned it down like for every launch. Okay, how many students do I need to, how many people need to buy the course? Um, what's the price point going to be um, to achieve my results? What do I need to do to get those people to buy? Um, how many people do I need on my email list or to reach through Facebook ads? How many? How much do I need to invest in Facebook ads to reach those people? It's really, um, you have to look at everything together to then see, okay, so this is my plan for the year. So I'm really, really excited about 2021 and I hope you are too. So if you haven't done it yet, if you haven't sat down yet and looked at your goals for the next year and your intentions, um, okay, I haven't really talked about intentions. Um, yeah, but traveling, having more time for myself, um, maybe it's more like the word for the year, calm <laughs> and yeah, just calm and content. And so, yeah, so look at that. Look at your goals and plan it out. And I hope this was inspiring for you and uplifting. And I hope that you stay with me and, um, you know, we get to connect in the next year as well. I'm so, so happy that you're here. I'm so grateful um, for you listening. And, um, you know, it all wouldn't be possible without you so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and happy holidays i talk to you soon bye thank you for listening to this episode of the blissful biz podcast if you like the show please leave a review on itunes this would mean the world to me and of course don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode to learn more about how to work with me one-on-one -on -one, my courses and membership or to get instant access to freebies workshops and more go to susannereicher.com right now thanks for tuning in and see you next time Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get 
five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.